Welcome to Emotional Pieces Podcast. This is your girl, Distinguished Intelligent Lady, Sharifa. This is episode three, part two of the last episode I did, which was called Getting to the Heart Part. Yes, this is part two. Um, Before I start, it's been a lot going on since the last time I uploaded one of the episodes. And unfortunately, I had a death in my family. Um, I want to dedicate this episode to my oldest brother, one of my oldest brothers who passed away recently a few weeks ago, uh, Toby. Um, I just spoke to him on a Friday and he passed away uh, the following Monday. And it has been quite uh, a, a healing journey of, you know, mourning my brother. But, you know, there is a time to mourn. I'm doing much better than I was. I want to thank those that reached out and prayed for me and sent flowers and sent just well wishes and cards. So I just wanted to say that before we get into this episode. So I want to shout out my family, shout out, you know, this dedicated episode to my big brother, Toby, who is missed and will continue to be missed. Okay. So where I left off talking about in the last episode was how emotion emotionless I was okay showing no emotion all right so I was sharing about my journey of how I used to see some women as weak and if they were meek in any way I looked at that like a weakness and I was wrong okay all the way wrong and I confess that have confessed that have dealt with that part of think my thinking at that time like that I don't think like that anymore and I was sharing how you know um the part with my mom how that's where I got that from that thought process because of what I witnessed um some of the turmoil that she went through and the domestic violence she went through with my father and so um my mother and any other women that has survived domestic violence you know, you all have worked hard. You worked hard, she worked hard to take care of your family, you know, and you work every day. You take care of your family and you are just surviving. And that was the other thing that I shared. My mother was surviving for me and my brother. And I'm, I will always forever be grateful to God grateful to her for the strength and the courage that it took her to get through that and to go through that you know and I just want to say baby y'all are strong baby y'all are strong okay you all are courageous you are overcomers you are more than conquerors you are more than a survivor you all are victorious. So anyone that has suffered domestic violence and in, in, in these domestic violence relationships, you know, you are all of those things. Okay. And forgive me for even thinking less than no one is less than anything. That was just my childhood experience that I was sharing. And I thank God that he delivered me from that mindset of thinking that way, because that was twisted, you know, but that's how I looked at it. That was my view. And again, I thank God for 
you know, um, healing my mind of that because every woman should be celebrated. No one, we should never tear each other down in any way. So that that's me saying I am um, encouraged by you. I am inspired by you all. And to my mother who sacrificed her, her livelihood, you know, I, I honor you and I bless you and you know that and I love you. So, um, yes, um, and even in this month, this is October 2021 in honor of um, domestic violence awareness, which this October is part of that. Um, I honor all the women that went through um, domestic violence and are surviving. And if you are a woman that is going through that and you hear this, you come across this podcast, know that there is help for you. Know that you are not alone. Know that God is with you. Know that, you know, if you need help, please seek it. Um, if there's an 800 number, if there is a domestic violence center or women's shelter, you can go to do that for your own health, for the safety of your children. If you have children, because it's important, God loves you. Okay. So I just wanted to throw that out there too. Now, um, with this topic, you know, when I look at my mother now, I see strength and I see courage, you know, and she went through all of that. Like I said, for me and my brother, my, my, my brother, um, Kenny, and it took me a long time to see that, like I said. So the thing is, when your heart is so hardened, you know, you cannot see you and you cannot feel empathy at all. It's impossible. When you have such a hard heart, it is impossible to be to feel empathy you don't know what that looks like and so for those people who are dealing with their heart you know the heart matters right now and or you know someone who is just like they just never have any empathy or concern for people or compassion that may be a part of it you know because again I'll put this out there. I am not a therapist. I am not a licensed counselor, but I'm sharing my story so you can help identify within yourselves, in yourselves as you listen to this podcast, that if there's some things in your life that are brought to light through what I share with my journey with emotional healing, that you see that if you don't show compassion, if you don't see yourself being empathizing with people or sympathizing with people, a part of that is because your heart is so hard. And when your heart is hard, you cannot see, okay? You can't see those things. And it is something because even my children uh, got a glimpse of it from my past. So what do I mean by that? Um, a few years ago, I want to say about six, seven years ago, we were uh, cleaning out a closet and my son came across these letters, these cute little teenage love letters <laughs> that my husband and I were writing each other when we first met each other in high school. And he found a letter that I had written to him when uh, my husband, well, he was my boyfriend at that time, but when my husband now, he uh, was living in Atlanta. So he was reading this letter. So as he was reading this letter, he goes, and he's just reading it like it's me writing a letter to his dad. And he, after he read it, he goes, 
mom he was like it's just so brief like it don't sound like you have any love like you just like okay this is what happened this is what's going on all right i'll talk to you soon all right love you take care he said that doesn't sound like a girlfriend at all and i laughed and i thought oh god i don't it was just so cold it was and I said even as a teenager mind you I wrote this probably when I was like 16 17 about 17 and even then it just went to show that my heart was just like I would it was even hard for me to even express love you know even in a letter so I I, I used that example because my son was just so like mom really like really you were like that like really you wrote this to my dad and it was just like all right here you go here's a letter I wrote you (laughs) I thought you thought about you a little bit but um once he found that and I thought oh my gosh yes my heart definitely was hard back then and when I looked up the definition of a being hard-hearted there is a definition for that it is incapable of being moved to pity or tenderness unfeeling um, only the most hard-hearted man would not have offered comfort that's the example example they give and some of the words associated with hard-heartedness is unfeeling, heartless, cold, hard, unsympathetic, uncaring, unloving, unconcerned, indifferent, intolerant, unmoved, unkind, unemotional, stony. Ooh, that one I was like, oh my gosh, stony, um, lacking compassion, mean-spirited. Oh my gosh, mean-spirited. I mean, honestly, when I'm thinking, and this is just a few of the words, y'all. When I think about some of these words, honey, you could have posted a picture of me in that definition with my face cheese and just smiling, and that would have been me. That would that's that was my heart. Like seriously, all these words describe exactly how I uh, moved about in my life, you know. And when I think about that now, oh God. You know, when I meet people who meet me now, they're like, I just can't see. But I was, y'all. And I don't hide that because all of this, and I tell all of this to the glory of God that he is the one that brought me out. He was the one who saw my heart. No, If no one else could see it, he can see it. And if your heart is like this, if no one else sees it, if no one else says anything to you, God sees it and God don't want you to stay in that place he don't he don't want you walking around with a stony heart he don't want you to walk around with not showing love because honestly all of these words are the complete opposite of compassion all of these words uh, are the complete opposite of showing anything that has to do with um with the, the what they what, what is it called the uh, fruits of the spirit it has nothing to do with any of that it looks like nothing like that love compassion long suffering patience none of this looks like love none of those definitions that i those words that i share about hard uh, heartedness is it don't look like love at all like if i was to put all those words and put them all over myself and walk around with those like on a shirt who would want to come near me who would want to come around me because they're like oh wait you hard-hearted, oh, you mean-spirited, oh, you cruel, oh, you brutal, 
oh you merciless oh you pitiless oh you uh you know you don't have any emotion you unkind who wants to be around that and so you know if nothing else it really makes you look at yourself i know you know again this what i'm sharing with you is still the very beginnings of when I started going through the healing process and recognizing, and, and it was God who, and the Holy Spirit they had to say, you know what, you need to deal with this. You need to get that together because you can have all the gifts. You can have all the titles. I don't care what you do. You can give to the poor. You can be nice to this person and nice to that person to be nasty to this person. It's, it's, not, it's still not, it's not good. You know, it's not okay. It's really not. Because at the end of the day, uh, what we should really focus on is love. Love, 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 love. God's love. God's love don't look nothing like being hard-hearted, being mean-spirited. You know, and we should show that to each other. You know, I think about even in Corinthians where it says love is patient. Love is kind. It doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, it isn't proud, it uh, doesn't dishonor people, oh my gosh. It is not self-seeking, it keeps no record of wrongs, it doesn't delight in evil, but it rejoices in truth and it protects and always trusts, hopes, and always perseverance. Love never fails. And so when we just even just look at that, you know... And if none of what we do, if none of how we operate on a day-to-day basis, if how we interact with people on a day-to-day basis, which let's let's not even look at um, co-workers. Let's just look right inside your house. Because no matter what you do, it, 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 let's, let's look at your own house. Let's look at your own household. If I'm not showing love to my siblings or to my uh my spouse or to my children let's deal with the inside first okay even for your own self if you're not treating yourself with love oh you know those are things that we really need to work on and guess what it's okay we're not perfect are we gonna uh, have situations where i'm not gonna like this i'm not gonna like that do things arise in my life where i feel like um Okay, Lord, I need your help. Yes, there have been some situations. Matter of fact, I had a conversation with my husband yesterday. And he had brought up something from, oh my gosh, years ago, a situation I had. And I won't get into too many details, but he just brought up this whole thing of when I was I was a younger, I was really young, 10, 11 years old, let's say that. And I actually had this fight with this young guy. And he blew a spitball at me and we fought or whatever. And this was in school. So he said, well, what made you do that? So he's at my husband's asking me all these questions. And I'm telling him and I'm telling him what happened, this and this and that. So he says, well, why do you think it's okay to, um, you know, confront people in a certain way? So I gave him some other examples. He's like, you know, that is like a, a form. He looked at it as a form of bullying. And I said, I didn't think so you know (laughs) and so he made some things come to light in myself and I said well I had to give him an example of something that was that happened recent that most that was most recent of a situation where you know um 
some things that came back to me that someone said about me and it made me upset, but I didn't want to disrespect that person. So what I did was I asked God, I said, Lord, this is how I'm feeling. That, that old Sharifa was trying to creep back up in the, in the situation. And it made me feel like, okay, I gotta, I gotta defend myself, you know? And instead of me doing that, I went to God and I said, I need you to help me first. I need you to help me. I don't want to see any of these people. Secondly, I don't want to disrespect anyone. And thirdly, I'm asking for your help. Okay. And I'm in all sincerity. I meant that because you know, that when I say, Oh, Sharifa, that mean spirited, that mean spirit was about to rise back up and use my words. Like I used to hear me. And I'm hoping this is helping somebody. And so I had brought that up to my husband and shared that example of, you know, God has really been helping me. Am I perfect always? No. But in that situation, instead of me, you know, allowing that spirit to try to rise back up in me, baby, I said, Lord, I need your help. And so I was just honest about that. And so, and that's what it's about. Being honest with yourself. Be honest when you have those moments where it's like, oh, you know what? I ain't feeling this. When the, be honest in those moments when the last thing you're thinking about is showing love to somebody. That's real. And it's real. And, you know, one part of this um, pot, this a, a particular episode that I wanted to bring up is, you know, I was sharing that, you know, dealing with my mom, even with the last episode. In this episode, I was going to share how how you know the root in being hard-hearted actually came from my father you know um he was and I'm not blaming him and let me say this any anything that has to do with any from me anyway my trauma is not about pointing the finger at my parents or pointing the finger at my you know my mom or my dad in any way it's just saying this is where that came from um emotional healing is not about me blaming anyone and pointing the finger and say well, you did this and you did that and you did that and there are at the beginning you may feel like that but at the end of the day um getting to healing you got to get to the root oh honey you got to get to the root in order to heal and some things are going to come up in your memory process and uh, things in, in that process of healing that it's going to be uncomfortable at times, but you can get through it. You can get through it. And when you do, and I'm not, I'm going to say this, it's not, it may not be easy, but you're not alone. Okay. And it's worth it. Okay. And God is with you, but you have to get to the root of it. So the root for me, okay, was my dad. And he was a unique person. You know, nobody has a... I've never met anyone um, like him to this day. My brothers are probably the closest to that. (laughs) But anyone outside of that, no, I've never met another person that was like him. You know, he was uh, a very uh, unique man in that he knew he had the gift of gab. He was the life of the party. uh, But he was smart to a degree that was almost dangerous for himself. And, uh, but he knew how to use it. It may be not all the right ways, but one of the things that, um, for him as why I mentioned him as being part of one of my root causes is that, um, 
you know, even in the conversation my husband and I were having about the incident that I had with as a young girl in a, in a fight was my father gave me permission. Hear me. He used to give me permission to fight. He used to give me permission to do things like that. So I'm going to use this example. He would tell me, he would say, hey, you know, don't let nobody mess with you. And if they mess with you, you grab a brick stick or whatever, and you do whatever you need to them to get them off of you or to get them to back, whatever. And I took that. Mind you, I am a young girl. I was probably like six or seven years old. And so I took that, like, I have permission from my dad to do this and to if this happens and sometimes I would look for opportunities you know and not just opportunities but look for ways to like "Uh uh-huh I want you to mess with me because my dad said you know and that being a young girl a child and having permission can you imagine having permission to just do whatever you wanted somebody because my dad said all I had to do was grab these objects and you know it's crazy it's so crazy but um I carried that with me in my childhood I did and then some of the other things that I witnessed he was a drug dealer and then unfortunately he had succumbed to drugs and so I was uh what I call uh one of the first generations of children who went through having a a parent you know, that was on drugs. And this was during the the early 80s. Um, And so, you know, having to go through that and witnessing things that some things I've never told anybody, witnessing those things and witnessing drug deals and witnessing, you know, um, domestic violence in the home and witnessing, you know, all these different things, you know, it, it can do something to you, you know, but if you don't get to the root, baby the thing will just stay with you and it's just like you know it's like a tree when you see a root honey them some some big trees they're so old those roots are just so deep in there that it's just it's hard to get to but you can and the only person okay hear me the only person that gets you through it is the lord told you I believe in a a therapist in Jesus all right is very important to get to the root okay and I'm just sharing with you he was my one of my roots okay and I'm not blaming my dad my story it is what it is but my story is now to help you all to help you get to your wholeness and your healing that you need okay um, because again, the, the healing can be so deep, but you know, if you don't get to the root, that disappointment that you carry, the anger you've been carrying, the lack of emotion and discontent that you've been carrying, you know, you got to get to the root of it. You got to get to the root of the fear. You got to get to the root of why don't you have compassion? You got to be free. It's time to get free. Okay. Let's get healed. Let's get delivered. Let's be whole so we can be free to love. Y'all let's be free to love and to receive love. And you deserve it. You deserve it. Yes. And you deserve to be whole. You don't have to walk around with your hard heart. It's not healthy for you mentally and definitely not physically. 
It is not. Okay. So let's start with one piece and think about or ask God to show you. If you don't know, ask him to show you one piece of your heart that you need to work on. That one piece is going to lead to another piece. And before you know it, your healing journey with your healing journey, you and God and hopefully a therapist or mentor. Yes, that's what I had. And I and um, again, therapist and Jesus. Okay, so I just want to leave you with this. Um, Jesus came, Yeshua came that we might have life abundantly. Okay, and you can't have an abundant life with no compassion. Uh oh, you can't have an abundant life without love and not being free. You're not free, honestly. If you're not showing love, you're not free. Let's just keep it simple that way, okay? But before I end this episode, um, I want us to do our speak life words because I want you to understand that. You don't have to be stuck. If you feel stuck, you don't have to be stuck. Get some help. You know, if you want, if you want love in your, in your heart, you want to show love more, go to God and ask him about that piece. Because it might be so many pieces. You can't handle all of them at one time. That's how he did me. It was, I felt like it was like one after another. And I was like, is more, you know, that's how I felt sometimes, but it took some time. It took a few, it took some years actually. You know, because those roots was deep, baby. Those roots, whoo, they were deep. And the sad part again is that I didn't know it. That's the scary part for me is that I didn't know it. But see, that's why now I can share my journey. I can share my story to help you identify those places within yourself just by listening to this podcast. I told you, you got me telling my business just so, you know, to help somebody be free from emotional healing and to be free from emotional distress and to get whole, you know, so you can love and receive love. So let's do our speak life words because, yes, distinguish. I mean, myself, you know, with the um, organization, Distinguished Intelligent Lady, we believe in speaking life. I believe in speaking life. That's what it's all about. You know, when you change your words, you start changing, you change your mind, you change your words, your, your, you can change, you can have what you say, you can change your, your atmosphere, you can change the things in your life. And then you got to start believing them. Okay. Cause sometimes you got to say it before you believe it. Hear me. And well, that's a whole nother discussion for another episode. Okay. But, um, let's say these words. Okay. You can repeat. And when you hear it, I am worthy of love. God loves me. I am getting to the root of my heart for wholeness and healing. Yes. And let's pray. Father, I lift up my sisters that will listen to this podcast. And I pray that whoever out, whoever is out there that is feeling like they're alone, that is feeling isolated from feeling like they can't love, they can't receive love. Oh God. Oh God, I pray you bring to light what the issues is in their heart that they can love and receive love and show your love to other people. So I ask that you bless them and continue to strengthen them on their healing journey in Jesus name. All right. Thank you for joining me today with again, another episode of our awesome podcast, emotional pieces. 
This is your girl, Distinguished Intelligent Lady, Sharifa. I'll see you next time for another episode of Emotional Pieces Podcast. Please listen and share. And you all be blessed and be encouraged.